Good afternoon. Welcome to North Point of View. I'm here with Dr. Walter Kimsey's. Walter, how you doing? Great. How are you? I'm good, man. We're kicking off uh, 2023. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot going on. It's it's busy, but uh, I think the watchword, at least in, in my mind, seems to be uncertainty. I would completely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, the capital markets, while you know the stock markets had a, a nice sort of uptick or rebound in, in January, capital markets are have stabilized. There, there seems to be, though, some underlying unrest. And um, I know at some point you're going to throw a rock at uh, Jerome Powell's window. So let's go ahead and get started with it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the whole problem, right? For, for over a year, people have been talking about the recession. Like, what recession? Okay, the only places that I know where output is down is in automobiles because of a lack of parts. Right. When we started getting the chips, Russia invaded Ukraine, so all of those wires that we get from Russia and Ukraine haven't been arriving. Right. Uh, some of them are getting snuck across Russia to go from you know some eastern location, Vladivostok, and over the the Pacific to to the west coast. But it's been a struggle. So domestic car production down, car production in general around the world also down. Um, and, and, but now that the parts are arriving, we're seeing production rates beginning to pick up. Uh, where you can see that the most is the used car prices. They have really come off the boil. And so the new car prices should come down as well. Yeah. But, but it's still, it's not, a, it's, it's not a, 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 a you know, contracting industry. It's an industry that's trying to get on its feet. Right. I mean, yeah, just the whole untanglement of the you know, supply chain issues. But to your point earlier, um, for the last nine months, we're going to have a recession in the next three months. Right. And so, <laughs> uh, see, well, well, and, and it was in the paper again today. Yeah. So the consensus forecasts indicate that um, the economists in general believe we're going to be in a recession or we're going to have, they don't forecast a recession. They say um, we'll have GDP contraction in quarters one, two, and three, and then an expansion in quarter four. So implicitly, what they're suggesting is the Fed tightens to the point where they, you know, crash the economy a little bit, and then they start cutting rates, <clears throat> and the economy picks back up steam in the fourth quarter. So that's the that's the underlying assumption <clears throat> in the in the in the consensus thought process. Right. So. Um, the only problem is, is that Powell is concerned about inflation, as is Bullard or Dullard, whatever his name is in Kansas, president of that one, you know, is very right. vocal about it. But inflation actually peaked in June and July of last year. June was the CPI and Ju July was the peak for the personal consumption expenditure deflator. And it's the, that PCE deflator that the Fed targets. Um, we just had the uh, CPI numbers uh, for December, and that came in at 6.5%. Um, so that was a continued decline, and that's right. the headline number. Yep. And then we got the PCE deflator, and that came in at 4.2%. Now, the Fed's target is, you know, 2 to 2.5% two inflation. Um, so that's the target. They think 4% is not good enough, but, you know, every month inflation drops, there's something called a, a lag effect. Right. And so I actually wrote my master's thesis on that. Um, you have a, 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 an impulse to the economy, 
And then the effect of that impulse on the economy starts, but not all of it happens at once. So it takes, you know, somewhere between two and six quarters for 100% of the effect to work its way through. So I think the technical term that I learned in college was the, the uh, rat and the python. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good way to put it, you know. <laughs> it takes a while to work its way through the system. Yeah, that's right. It comes in big and leaves small. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so the problem here is the Fed is not giving the economy a chance. Right. And, and on top of it, what they're doing is counterproductive for two reasons. The first is we don't have a demand problem. Consumer spending really started to shift away from goods and towards services last year. Right. And every time we see consumer spending on, on goods wobble a little bit, you know, everybody screams recession. That's not right. Uh, overall, consumer spending, however, did slow in the, in the second, sorry, fourth quarter. But the key thing is, is that all of the things on the supply side that drove inflation, they've all peaked already. Sure. Wage, wage growth peaked in March of last year at 5.6%, so it's working its way down. Uh, what I'm told by my supply chain executive friends is that the real issue they have these days is people not leaving for better wages, but people leaving for better benefits. Benefits can be a, a much bigger raise, you know, depending on where you go. So um, I think the wage inflation story has peaked and it will stay peaked. Um, but I don't think we're going to get wage growth back below 4% again. And we can talk about this in, you know, on another time. And that sort of keeps that friction uh, sort of alive with the Fed and the markets, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. because if they've made this commitment to this 2 2.5%, and if the floor is somewhere 35 to 4 then... That, that tension creates that, that, quote, uncertainty that's sort of throughout the market right now. Yeah, exactly. See, Powell is too old to be doing the job because in his head, it's 1982. The labor force is growing at 1.5% a year. Uh, you know, right now, the census forecast for the working age population next 10 years is like 0.2% per year. Um, and that's, that's for the working age population. You have to multiply that by 60%. That's the participation rate in the labor force. And uh, you are just barely above 0.1%. Yeah. It's like 300,000 people a year joining the labor force. Last month, we hired 517,000 people. And, and so the reason we're really going to struggle here is, is we're running out of unemployed people to hire, and we don't have an immigration policy. And we have a bunch of technology that's automation technology that sort of works. So um, what we really need is a lot of investment in mechanization that does work. It's where a human being kind of is assisted by a robot or they can work from home with a virtual reality mask and a joystick and operate a forklift someplace. You know, if you invest in enough of that, you could get more productivity, more labor force participation. But the problem is the Federal Reserve jacks interest rates up so much the first thing to fall when, when the Fed did that was investment, plant equipment. Yeah, you know. CapEx. Exactly. So they, <clears throat> so they took that out. So that's a bad thing. What they want is to get inflation down to 2% and wage growth at 2%, which is effectively like zero gains for the American household. That's a feudal economy, Mark. Right. So what you want to do is stimulate investment. 
and investment raises labor productivity, and the more productive labor is, the more you can afford to pay them. That's a growth model. What this guy is doing is a, let's get close to a Great Depression, you know, kind of a feeling. It's, it's, it's really sad. And all of the things that drove prices up, like more expensive truck rates because of excessive amounts of goods coming into the country, that's over with. Oil prices have come down off the boil. Uh, natural gas prices came down. So, um, no. But so the uncertainty for this year is right now we think the Fed keeps hiking until it provokes a recession and then it'll start cutting. But if the inflation numbers for January come in even better than December, they have no basis for raising rates. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, the view might not be recession anymore. So like you said in the beginning, this is a year of uncertainty. Well, with that, Walter, um, we'll, uh, we'll tack tackle the labor and home building in our uh, next two podcasts. Always great to be with you, man. Absolutely. Thanks. Take care. Have a great day. Thanks.